Today, we start this work week with chapter number 12. The title of this chapter is The Birthplace of Revival. The title of the book, Purpose in Prayer, by E.M. Bounds. Let's jump into it. God, from the beginning, has worked prominently through revivals. There can be no denial of the fact that revivals are a part of the divine plan. The kingdom of our Lord has been advanced in large measure by special seasons of gracious and rapid accomplishment of the work of conversion, and it may be inferred, therefore, that the means through which God has worked in other times may well be employed in our time to produce similar results. We skip down a little bit here to read this. Revivals are to be expected. Proceeding as they do from the right use of the appropriate means is a fact that needs not a little emphasis in these days. You see, when the material is exalted at the expense of the spiritual, and when ethical standards are supposed to be supreme, but a revival, get this now, is not a miracle. This was powerfully taught by Charles Finney. There might, he said, be a miracle among its antecedent causes, and there might not. The apostles employed miracles simply as a means by which they arrested attention to their message and established its divine authority. But the miracle was not the revival. The miracle was one thing. The revival that followed it was quite another. The revivals in the apostles' days were connected with miracles, but they were not miracles. Of course, all revivals are dependent upon God. But in revivals, as in other things, he invites and requires the assistance of man, and the full result is obtained when there is cooperation between the divine and the human. In other words, to employ a familiar phrase, God alone can save the world, but God cannot save the world alone. God and man unite for the task. The response of the divine being is invariably in proportion to human effort and desire. A man named Edward Payson has said this of this needed desire. I do not believe that my desires for a revival were ever half as strong as they ought to have been. Nor do I see how a minister can help being in a constant fever when his master is dishonored and souls are destroyed in so many ways. We'll conclude with these next few sentences. This cooperation then being necessary. What then is the duty that we as co-workers with God are required to undertake? We'll jump into that tomorrow. Finding out how we, you and I, can be co-workers of God. If you would, consider telling a friend about this podcast. Those of you that listen on a daily or even weekly basis, maybe you catch up as you have the opportunity. Thank you so very much. Those of you that are listening for the very first time today, I've said it before and I will say it again, but this podcast really, it's more of a help to me probably than it is to anyone else. My desire is to enrich myself with some of these books, with some of these interviews, and Lord willing, we will have an interview to share with you in the coming weeks. 
excited about that. I've had it kind of on the back burner for a while, and I have not uh, put it out there yet. We'll bring it to you regardless. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day for His glory. God bless.